Miss Dan. Yo, my knee. What's good, man? What's going on, Valley? How you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself, man? Yeah, same here. Feeling pretty good about episode 13. Yes, sir. Episode 13. Yep. Yeah, you see the title right there. When to hold them and when to fold them. I know, just like at a poker game. You got no one to hold them and no one to fold them. <laughs> yeah, had, yeah, had me thinking of some cards and, uh, you know, poker and Texas hold them. <laughs> that you see in the back of every right pack. <laughs> Texas so, hold them, one of my favorites. So, uh, deuces and no no with me. <laughs> Ain't no big car flare. <laughs> oh. uh, so, hey, let's get started. Episode 13, one to hold them. And one to fold them. And uh, oh yeah, don't mind none of this back here. <laughs> Everything's clean. I just don't feel like folding clothes. <laughs> oh, just, man. just ignore that. But <laughs> we gonna start off with the very first thing. I know y'all might be thinking, oh, when to buy? No. You gotta figure out what you want to do with it in the first place. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, yeah, decide whether the underlying asset you're purchasing is a long or short-term investment. You know, meaning you really got to look at what you're putting your money into. You know, not like just doing it. You know, because you just saw some good news about it, or everybody else is getting into it. Like it just um, it comes with the research. You know, whether you're investing or whether you're a trader, too, long-term or short-term. Know what you're buying. Exactly. Know exactly what you're buying. Figuring out whether it's going to be a long term, long term, short term, big impact. So like for a short term, short term investment, it'll be like from three to 12 months for a long term investment. That's like a year or anything more than that. Simple, right? Right. Yep. And then um, we got examples of that, too. You know, because so, um, we're going to be really going into detail on this. So we got like uh, for the long term examples, what's going to be helping you long term, you know, because not everybody has patience. But what's going to like, I even have ways to help me, you know, like um, some of these ways on the list um, that help me do long term because I am a long term investor. And I use some of these ways to help motivate, um, motivate me to stay long-term also, like, when I need to. I'll, I sell sometimes when I need to, but, yeah, I'm mostly long-term. So this is a big one right here, like, dividends, too, because, like, you earning the interest off of holding your share, you know, whether it's a stock or a crypto, you know, which crypto is staking, as you see the word um, under the dividends right there, too. So, like, you hold it, you're getting paid, and then even if it goes down, you're still getting paid. And then when it goes up in the bull market, that's uh, more money right there. So dividends and then reinvesting also, because that's what you can use those um, that interest or, you know, them dividends, too. You can, um, you know, sell them, you know, reinvest them, get more shares. You know, that'll help you on your long term strategy, too, because it helps you get more shares of what you're holding, you know, and that's more money. That's bigger returns also. Yep. So. Yeah, so when you look in that, so that's one of the ways that can help you there because if you're um, looking at a share like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is actually going to pay me back when I put money into it without having me selling it, you know, selling my principal, selling the shares that I originally had, you know, minus the interest. 
then then that'll definitely help you right there. That's one of the safer ways. And then um and then yeah, like I said, you can sell the interest or you can use it to reinvest to get more shares, you know, more shares, more money. Especially if it's a good buy at that too. That matters. Cause some some of these some of these bad shares can you know can give you interest too. So that goes back into knowing what you put your money in. Yeah, and that's the whole entire reason for this particular slide in the first place. You got to figure out whether this is going to be a long-term investment or a short-term investment because, again, this is going to make a big impact on your strategy as far as what you decide and what you're going to do, what your returns are going to be like, or what your future holdings are going to be like. So another one within long-term is uh, future growth. Short-term, like you want growth too, but mainly long-term, you want an outstanding growth, then long-term will be the way to go. So like for future growth and any price, any crypto, there's going to be price swings. They're going to be ups and downs. There's going to be crashes. But the reason that you're buying for the long term is you see potential growth in this particular asset. You see that's going somewhere in the future. You know, somewhere in the long run, not right now, not within a couple of months, you know, it's going to be something big or at least it's going to mean something to you in the long run. That's why you will go long term for future growth. It has possibilities. It's going somewhere. That'll be yeah, one of the main reasons yep. for long term. Exactly. And that's that's how I look at some of these shares, you know, like um, you know, some of these coins like XRP, for example. And then like my research, you know, led me to believe that XRP was made to be a ten thousand dollar coin, you know, because of how much money is moving and what it's made for. You know, and the comp and because of the company behind it has a, you know, a huge company behind it at that too. So I'm like, yeah, it like if, if it hits twenty dollars, that yeah, that's cool, that's cool. But I know the potential. You know, I'm based on my research though, but I know the potential. So that's going to make me hold it to like three or four figures. You know, I still take some profits along the way, but I'm gonna be really selling when it hits that. So that's an example right there. Like you see the potential in the future and then you want some of that price action right there. And that's going to make you want to hold. Exactly. And these three, four figures is not like within a couple of days, couple of months. It's going to take a while for that to happen. Yep. Yep. Long term patience. There you go. <laughs> go together. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and another uh, point that, uh, to look at for long term is. This is more so on money side, which would be on um, position trading. That's yep. one reason you would uh, do long term. Reason being. You need to find a good position to take. If you have a certain idea where this particular asset is going to go or where it could potentially be long term, you need to set up a position to where you want to trade from, where you want to enter from. Those positions are key areas in the long run of games and money can talk about a little bit more i do have positions uh position tra i do do position trading but that's more so on money side everybody know i'm more of a short-term person yeah yeah position trading like you're waiting like months you know to a year you know just hold like you know probably a little bit over like holding this stock or holding this crypto like i'm gonna just say share you know holding that share for a long time and then especially if you get in, if you get in early and then 
you know, that hole and then out of the whole year, it even doubles. And then it's a good sell for you because you held it for a long time and then you doubled your money or, you know, or you tripled your money. You know, you're just waiting longer than usual to make that trade, but you still got your money back and then you're going to be doing whatever. So, yeah, basically a longer swing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. And then we got like other markets, you know, that uh, fit into this, too, you know, because. You know, this is all the all the same concept, like um, bonds and REITs, you know, like we went over what bomb um, bonds was, you know, not bombs, bonds was in the previous <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah, 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 blow up the market. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna go bad standing here oh. uh, from Batman Beyond. But look, yeah, so bonds. <laughs> Like uh, like we talked about um, that that that's even the cryptos. Like we talk about the bonds between stocks and cryptos too. But you know, bonds. You know, you buy something, you hold it until it. Uh, what's that word for it? it? Matures. Yeah, until it. Yeah, until it matures, and then you sell it back. So that that can go into the um, long term long term trades too, and um, rates um, is a way that you can jump into real estate. When um when when you're still in the stock market, you know you're not you're just not um own, owning that property yourself, and then you're doing you know everything to fix it up to resell it. And real estate is long term anyway, so you buy so with rates you buy real estate companies that own those properties, and then how you earn your rent through dividends, basically. Exactly. So there you go. You have rates and dividends coming together. Long yep. term. Yeah, markets coming together. Yep. And then um of course what and then this is more what I do also, um, staking and then there's airdrops. Both of these um are terms used in crypto. So with staking, I'm gonna start off with staking. Um with staking, that's you're practically earning dividends off of holding your crypto. You know, you don't have to set up no minor rigs or none of that. You know, you just set it up in the wallet. On exchange, really, you should be setting it up in a wallet, you know, self-custody. But I'm going to just say wallet. So you set it up in a wallet and then you get paid interest in the form of, you know, of that coin or another coin. And, you know, it acts like, you know, a savings, like you're literally getting paid interest off those coins. You're just getting paid in more coins. So that's um, so that's what staking is. You know, there's different types of staking, but, you know, it's, it's the same thing at the end. You know, you're getting paid coins for holding this coin so for and then for airdrops it's it's different from staking because um airdrops is long term because like you you earning well you get coins supplied to you on a certain date when you hold that coins until you know that certain date so for example like um like um hex right or you know like if you hold all these erc20 coins which is coins on the ethereum blockchain made from ethereum you know like hex and uh, chain link and all that you know just to give an example you hold it in the metamask wallet and before pulse chain come out and then pulse chain does come out then you get copies free copies of those coins on another chain you get an airdrop all the you know all those copies or another example, at holding XRP, and then you get Flare, 
So if you hold XRP until, you know, from this date until December, you know, you get a snapshot, which is, you know, a record of like how much you hold. And then you'll get Flare just dropped to your wallet, airdrop, basically for free at that. It's not staking, but you was given those coins for free for, to, uh, for holding those coins because you held all the way to a certain date. You can almost think of it as like dividends to a certain extent. To a certain extent, staking is just more consistent. Right. Like airdrops, you really waiting, like really, really waiting. So, yeah. So that's uh, so that those are all examples of how you know all this can help you hold your shares. You know how how all this can help you be long term. Can use some of these methods. Exactly, and these are pretty good methods. Nothing wrong with any of them. It just it takes a while. That's the only thing. There's pros and cons to everything. It just takes a while. Yep. And then we got examples of short terms too. And yeah. you know, I'm gonna start with the duplicate position trading. It could be a short term too. <laughs> that is true. You can do position trading for short term as well. The gains might not be as much as long term, but remember, you're doing it for the short term. You're looking for that quick money. Yeah, hold for a month or two, and that's still position trading right there. It can be a couple weeks. It can be a few days, swing trading. Oh, well. <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, short-term flipping. You know, you want to buy, you know, buy something, you know, regardless of how expensive it is, you know, like you want to buy a meta stock that's $200, but you just want to double your money regardless because you know it's going up within a certain amount of time, you know, flipping right there or, you know, you know or scalping. You know, what you really paying attention to everything that's going on so you can just flip it quick. Yeah, and there should be a couple examples in the future of that, but, you know, we'll get into that later as far as scalping. Yeah. And then another good short term is like what I do is day trading. Extremely short term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, buy, I buy within a day. That same day, it better be gone. <laughs> I remember you was like, yeah, let me get that doge so I can scalp it. <laughs> I get to just match you screeching your head like that. Every time. That's that's what made me think of scalping. <laughs> it's like, give me my money. <laughs> For real, like, uh, I'll scalp the best out of doge. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> yeah, as long as you get it. As long as you get it. Oh, man. Yeah, ain't no promises with those coins, but you know how to scalp. I can't tell you nothing. I I won't say it easy, but uh, you gotta get real in tune with it. Like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh my God, yeah, and it's hard to pay attention, you know, when you're like busy, you know, and especially when you got work and you can't be in your phone like that exactly. or your tablet or whatever you trade on. I tried doing that at work and I lost a little bit of money. I said I won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moment you stop paying attention, the market is just gonna mess with you. I think that was that goes back to me trying to be a little too greedy, you know. I yeah. just waited till I got home. Yeah, and it's the get a, get all the money I could get. And <laughs> on a bit. Yeah, man, it's the definition of high risk, high reward for a reason when it comes to these, you know, short term methods right there. Because it, it, he explained it right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot of reward involved. But in that same sense, 
there's great risk on the table as well, right? Beside yep. That. And then if you dive into cryptos, you automatically high risk, high rewards. <laughs> exactly. You know, they'd be dropping and rising. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and options the same way, too. You know, we making these calls. Exactly. Extremely risky, especially if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Even when you do know, it's still a risk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just. Uh, you can't 100% beat the odds in these markets. <laughs> Especially got markets like these. It's been it's been a little wild, I say that. Oh, yeah. Like, man, every time like you turn around, something's going on. Every month, something major is going on that leads back. You know, and then we got to look back at this month, and that's what the cause of it is. Just like we went at the last presentation, the last video, we talked about it. You know, so... You you definitely gonna see why this is high risk, high reward if you go back to the uh previous video. Yeah in both markets. And even, even then what you know what you're doing, sometimes a lot the way the markets is right now, is it, it's a little crazy right now. Right. People have definitely made money out of these markets, but sometimes even the best of us during situations like these, sometimes you just gotta take a a, a back seat. You just gotta sit back and watch what's going on. Sometimes you're gonna have yeah. to miss out on opportunities. Oh well, there's always another day to trade. That's true. Like you know how many shares is out there in either markets. Yeah, there's always gonna be a day to trade. Yeah, there's always gonna be a company to trade some stock with. There's always gonna be some crypto to grab under a penny. <laughs> there's always gonna be some some. There's gonna be yeah. something there. You miss out on one, oh well, another one will pop up eventually. That's true. That's true. So yeah, you got a lot of options. Got a lot of options, just um, you know, know what to get into, you know, through your through your research. Exactly, research, research, and when you do your research, the next thing you're gonna do is you probably gonna have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when to buy? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely, like know when to buy, like. You know, just like we say, after carefully researching the underlying asset goes into this, too. Yep, yeah. you just don't go buy any random stock unless you want to. You do what you want to do. <laughs> but, but yeah, should you be doing it? Like, you like you determine that, you know, through, through your research. That's, that's up for you to figure that out. And hopefully, you know, you made the best decision. Because not everything that's put out there is meant for buying. <laughs> like at least sometimes maybe not even for you. Maybe for other people, yeah. not for you. So yeah, you're not yeah, gonna hear us enough. you're not gonna hear us sit and tell you, yeah, buy stock and uh, crypto XYZ shooting up because uh, you ain't gonna come back to us. Hey, this went down. I lost all my money. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then this is important too, like finding a solid entry point. All right. And then um you know, I can use like what I do as an example, you know, because I have a habit of, you know, buying things early. I still research, but I I have a habit of buying floor prices and also being really early in a lot of these assets, you know, and then they're good assets so they can go nowhere but up for me, you know. So, yeah, going in real early is a good entry point. And then, um, you know, Bear market is an automatic good entry point right there too. <laughs> Everything that already fell and crashed is just endless opportunity there. The only and then thing when that bull market, is, 
I got I got put like a little uh, footnote in there. The only thing about that is when it's in the state of crashing, you don't know when it's going to stop dropping. So you oh, can't yeah. buy in a bear market. I you, We just don't know what's the absolute lowest is going to go. So just kind of be careful with that sometimes. It is a great time to buy. But as far as placement goes, it could continue to drop. Like say, we'll say Apple for some reason dropped to $90 and it just continued to drop. And I'll wait until it drops to around $60 and it does drop to $60. I buy it. But what can, it continues to drop to like around $30 or $20. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sucks. But you got to look at it like this. Originally, Apple was over a hundred something dollars. I bought it for $60. I still came out on top. Yeah. And then, uh, and then another way you can go about it is, you know, yeah, you can still buy when it's going down, but don't put like all your money into it. You know, like if you had $200 to spare to buy a stock, you know, I mean, yeah, just spend, spend that $50 or 70, you know, and just in case you have a feeling or, you know, the way you're looking at things, you know, especially if you're technical, you know, you think it's going to go down some more, like, yeah, let's see if it goes down some more, you know, the market just crashed and it goes down some more up. That that then there's that fifth now now you got more shares that you um bought you know saving that other fifty so now you spend like another fifty dollars I'll go down again a hundred dollars exactly and that goes into I forget there's a certain uh, term for that but it's a type of strategy like what uh, money was saying if I have a hundred dollars well I know you had he said we had two hundred but we'll go with that so you have two hundred dollars to spare for a stock and stock X Y Z is dropping. Instead of putting the whole two hundred dollars in there, let's say I'm just gonna only go put a hundred. But instead of throwing the entire hundred in there, when it drops to sixty dollars, I'll put I'll buy twenty dollars worth of it. When it drops to say fifty dollars, I'll put another twenty. When it drops to forty dollars, another twenty, and keep doing that. Eventually, it should average out your portfolio as far as how you was buying it. And you consistently bought it at a lower price each and every time. Instead of me throwing the entire $100 at it when it was worth $60 and it crashing more. Yep. So, yeah, there's, so there's a way, you know, I mean, we ain't saying it's 100%, but, you know, there's a way to be safe, you know, when the market keeps crashing and crashing, you know, because we witnessed it in this crash right there. So I say something, you know, just, you know, just go below a zero, it did just kept going and going. Yeah, we did uh, <laughs> almost to another zero at that. <laughs> and I'm talking about like shares that's under pennies. Get it too, you know. Like people think, oh, no, I can't go nowhere but up. But it'll crash along with everything else and break zeros just going down. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with them too. So no matter how low it is, you know, a crash is a crash. <laughs> just remember that. Yep. Like jumping off a cliff, you don't know where the bottom is to you. <laughs> you <smack it. laughs> uh, man, yeah, so yeah, quick and painful in the in the market. <laughs> you know, if you lose some money, <laughs> like that pain lasts forever. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pain in your pockets, right there. <laughs> exactly. And so but, that goes yeah, into the man. next point perfectly. Is if you get nothing else from learning how to trade or how to invest, buy low, sell high. If you understand oh nothing else, <laughs> buy low when the price is pretty cheap, buy it and sell high when that underlying asset 
has reached, I don't know, all-time highs, or is, is it at least higher than when you bought it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing, higher than at when least, you bought it. It was higher when you bought it. Sell it. Yeah, that should be one of the basics right there. Buy low, sell high if you got nothing else from this, from what we told you. that. So, yeah, like, for example, the bear market to the bull market, the stuff that you bought in the bear market, it go up in the bull market, you sell it, you made money. Exactly. It may have been all-time <laughs> highs, it was at least higher than when you bought it. Yeah, at least higher than when you bought it. So at least, you know, you could at least get a 2x. You yeah, know. Yeah, at least you at least at least almost <laughs> double your money. Yeah, almost double your money. You get some. You get something. Some. Yeah, buy low, sell high. And then don't do the opposite. Don't buy at all time highs. Exactly. I think I stressed this enough in the last <laughs> presentation. And shows you examples of why you don't buy at the all-time highs. Again, check that video out real quick. Again, you bet you at the all-time highs. It has a nasty habit of always crashing. Jeez, Every single man. time. It's not 100%, but we go by what's normally the case. And normally, it crashes. Yep, yep. Both of us witnessed that, you know, in our own experience. Now, felt it. In our own experience too. I mean, we even mentioned this in um dangers of the <laughs> dangers of the market, but we shared some of our horror stories. You know, yeah, that, there was a lot of money lost. <laughs> oh yeah, our pockets felt it. Yeah, quick and painful right there. I won't pick quick and painful. It's like we was in a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> it this dropped dread, quick and bought a lot of this pain. emptiness. <laughs> <laughs> this emptiness. <laughs> oh man. This yeah, it's crazy. Had no choice. Had no choice but to hold, you know, because it was still good shares. It's just bad timing on our end. And then, um, yeah. So like we had to put that in bold. Don't buy at all time highs. Even YouTube, even other YouTubers will tell you this. They was like, we do not buy at all time highs. Just look at it. Look admire at the it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, admire it. <laughs> I'd uh, be like, yeah, man, some people got them gains right there. I'll just, I'll just wait till it drops so I can get in. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that that's one to buy right there. Yeah, wait till it drop. Exactly, wait till it drop. And, and like, yeah, like, yep, bear markets are a clearance sale. So. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bear markets, we look at that as a clearance sale. Oh, we're oh, trying to man. buy things for cheap. Remember when uh, Apple was $160? Well, right now it's at 90 Example. I don't know what price <laughs> is right now. This is just hypothetical. Well, right, right. now it's at 90 It's time to buy. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Black Friday, man. Black, Black Friday. Friday. Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it. Like That's a red Saturday in the crypto market. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It's a sale. <laughs> yeah, it's, less it's a sale. than what it originally was, so. Take a uh, take a peek. Go window shopping for a little while. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like so, so many choices. Still do your research, but whatever you always wanted to get, but it was too expensive for you. Not not as expensive no more. Exactly. Go take a peek at it. Oh yeah, definitely. I've seen stuff drop from a dollar, you know, all the way to forty five and thirty. So more than yeah, more than half off right there. You got more than fifty percent. You got your sixty percent off. 55 too. Mm. That's like, um, well, I showed the example of Spy when it crashed. I think it was trading like at 470 something. It dropped all the way to like the 390. 
I said, that's a, almost a whole hundred dollar drop. Like, <laughs> uh, man, I definitely uh, learned something. I was like, yeah, like Hex ain't going to, you know, drop much because it's already like lowest I ever seen it. You know, I already went crazy at four to 14 cent. It dropped all the way down to three. Mm. And I was going in. I was going in. So, and then um, the other coins that was 20 cent did the same thing, too. No, dropped all the way down to actually six cent. So yeah, there, there's some big sales. There was some big sales of stuff that you was always looking at. It's just like I don't have the money to get it. Yeah, what's your excuse now? Exactly. It's on sale right now. Better get it. Yeah, because it ain't permanent either. And people make, you know, and people make a lot of money off of, you know, crashes, you know, bear markets, crises that cause the market to go down. They make a lot of money. Like even the richest people say, you know, they made a killing. You know, off the recession, or you know, um, when the housing market was going down, they just they were just buying more property. You know, all these stocks was going down too. Right. And they made a killing in the bull market. All that multiplied. So yeah, it's not like no matter what market you're in, you know, the sale is a sale. You know, you make a killing. Yeah, easily. Every, make a killing. <laughs> everything will crash, and um. Yeah, man, and buy uh, responsibly with your money too. Like as it goes what to we um was talking about earlier. You know, don't fall for scam, you know, and all these bad influencers that get paid off to promote, you know, this um this bad stock or bad crypto. That's true. So always buy responsibly with your money. Even though we're talking about sales and this and that. All you guys, a couple hundred dollars that you can spare for stocks and cryptos, do no more than that. Use only what you're comfortable with. You're only comfortable with $50? Use $50. You're only comfortable with 10 Shoot, I don't care. Use $10. Yeah, yep. Yeah, just like I had to start. I had to start off light too, work my way up. And then you got people on, some of these people on the documentaries um, that I mentioned, and then another, then a future documentary too. That they you that they use the money that they was gonna pay that mortgage with, you know, to buy these shares and take a chance. And then they I put their <laughs> then they put their whole life savings into this one crypto that got stolen. Oh, I was about to say, I hope they succeeded. Never mind that. <laughs> nah, nah, they ain't succeed. They, they still try to get that money back. Yeah, you put your <laughs> yeah. whole life savings. I was like, well, I hope at least by chance somehow they succeed. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man i hate hearing stories like that too and then you know if you got to pay your rent pay your mortgage you know put i mean there's nothing wrong with putting your priorities first you know because because you're being you you're being responsible <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just saying like because people go crazy and then it's like that nah, i can multiply all this <laughs> no 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 do what you're gonna do at first pay your bills pay your bills first yeah, and then if you're in debt, you know, pay a lot of that off first. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than, you know, trying to invest in debt and being even more debt. <laughs> and these markets can put you in debt. I think oh, yeah. quicker than these loans and stuff if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I learned, I learned the hard way, too. Investing in debt, you don't want to do it. <laughs> terrible thing, terrible thing. Yep. So, yeah, and humble yourself. Exactly. Humble yourself. And, well, as my nephew would say, be humble. 
Oh, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Be humble, Uncle Veli. <laughs> <laughs> Be humble. So, the next thing, uh, point we want to get into, one of the good indicators, like, when the bad, is usually when you trust your strategy, your edge, market context, and indicators. All that's saying is, well, everything's telling you, your indicators are telling you everything's good, your strategy's working fine, it's falling into your plans, you have your edge is working excellent. You know the market context. You know the market situation, and everything's telling you green lights. Then hey, go for it. Yeah, you know, and then um, you know, and let your experience, you know, learn from your experience. And then, of course, we're gonna always stress this research and practice. You know, get to the point where you're confident in what you're actually doing. Exactly. Take some experience, take some practice, test your strategy. They have paper trading. Some of these apps, uh, TradingView has, uh, I think, paper trading where you can trade stocks with paper money to test your strategies to see if they work or not. So always back test. Look at history. Look at what you've done in past trades. See what worked and what didn't work, what mistakes you made, what executions you could have made, or you were too scared, or whatever the case was, not confident enough to make that move. Back test and backlog everything. Yep. Yeah, that's true because yeah, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna need it and you're gonna need that confidence too, because you you know, you're investing and you're not confident, you know, you wade into your emotions too. Like, you know, the market, you know, will mess with you, you know. Like do that, do the exact opposite of everything you wanted to do, and then you know, especially ain't nothing worse than second guessing yourself too, because you can miss out on, on opportunities like that. Definitely true. Definitely true. It's okay to miss an opportunity. There's more to come. There's more to come. So we definitely went over when the best time to buy. So now you want to make some money. So what's the next thing we got to get into? Oh yeah. When to sell. Right time to sell. When to sell. And now you're trying to make some money. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, same hey, same concept too. Buy low, sell high. Learn if you haven't got part. anything else yet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you you still gotta sell high. <laughs> exactly. You didn't bought low. You bought it when it was at a low price. And now you gotta sell it. Sell it higher than what you bought it for. If it's more expensive than what you bought bought it for, sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was like, "Yeah, don't ask questions. Sell it <laughs> if you want to. Though you want to make uh, some money, you want the money right now. The money is right there. It's like you get nothing else. Like this is the most dumbed down version we could say. Just buy low, sell high. That's it." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the basics. Yeah, if you had to go back to the basics, do that. Exactly. Okay, this will save you a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah, it will. Yeah, I learned that from experience. Exactly. So, what would be the best time to sell? During a bull market. Sounds weird, don't it? Wait, a bull market means the, everything's going up, price is higher. Exactly, so sell. <laughs> 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 yeah because remember you know it looks like we're working backwards that's the point that that's how it's but that's how it's supposed to be everything's everything's down you buy it's a sale 
but everything's up. What you already bought is up, right? So yeah, if you want the money, sell it. Exactly. You bought it for cheap. Now the markets are doing good. They're recouping. It's like, I don't know, PS5. Say for whatever reason, the PS5 for some reason on sale for $300. You bought it. Now everything's doing great now. Now they mark the price of the PS5 back up to five, six hundred dollars. What you gonna do? You gonna sell uh, it. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get that money back and you still gonna have a system. <laughs> you got enough to buy a system. <laughs> exactly. You will get that money back and enough to buy it again and keep some of the money. You're gonna sell yeah. it when it's higher, right? So that's the same thing you do. You bought it when it was low. There's a bull market now, prices are just shooting up. Sell it. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, simple as that, man. man. You know how many games you can buy for $300 right there that you just got? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, man. And then, yeah, you know, and you can sell during the uptrend. Like, it's like, it's, you know, everything's going up, which is what you got is up. And you want that money? Yeah, sell it, you know, during the uptrend. Exactly. Or straight up. Them candles, yeah, you see all them green candles <laughs> just going up. I was like, well, I ain't finna wait around. Sell it. Yeah, sell it. <laughs> yeah, if you that type of trader, you want your money now, you want to be in and out, why not sell? Exactly. Another uh, indicator when to sell, whenever you're comfortable with the estimated returns. What do we mean by that? Estimated returns. If you bought stock XYZ for $100 and the goal was at least to wait until stock XYZ hits $200. But say you see it's around, remember you bought it for $100, you wait until it goes to like say $200. But say it's at around $150. You've, you've already made extra money. It's at $150 now. Technically, you could sell it. If you're comfortable with selling it around that price, sell it. No one's going to fault you for it. I wouldn't fault you for it. Yeah, sure, it wasn't your goal. The goal was $200. But the goal is to make successful trades and to make profit. You bought at 100, it's worth 150 now. Technically, that's still a profit. If you want to take it, take it. No one's going to shoot you down for it. Yeah, yeah, because you, yeah, you're getting your money either way. You get more money than what you put in. Exactly. You may return. That's so the goal. That, yeah, if it's close enough, like um, like on one of the shares that I. Um, that I know that's going to go to the dollar, you know, uh, to a dollar based on my research. You know, if I think it's going to go to like a dollar by the end of the year, you know, and I'm planning on selling, you know, around that price. And then if, if it hits 80, 80 cent, then, you know, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty much doubled my money. I'm going to just take it out. You know, 80 cent close enough to a dollar. Yeah. Close enough. Oh, well, it made my profit. <laughs> yeah. It made my profit. <laughs> so, Sometimes it be like that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Long as, yep. And then if you're comfortable with it, you know, nobody can tell you wrong. <laughs> you made more money. Yep. That was the goal. You made more money. So, hey, what's another indicator to sell? It's going to sound weird when you're at your stop loss. Now, I think we went over it. Yeah, be, we, we did. did uh, we? Last... I can't remember. Yeah, with the um Tesla thing, I, I mentioned it, but I don't think I was um no, nah, I don't, I wasn't specific. I just mentioned the term, but yeah, well, we just didn't go deep into it. I just mentioned it. I'm, I might have to make a little short video of stop losses. 
But yeah. to give you a quick example, what a stop loss is, I think, like I said, we talked about it a little bit in the previous video. This is more so, well, everybody has a stop loss. But say when I'm actively uh, trading options, if stock XYZ is like $160 and I buy a contract for it, my stop loss will be a little bit lower than that. Say $140. If it trades at $140, if it hits that $140 mark, I'm selling because I'm losing money now. That's what a stop loss is, is what you're willing to lose. How much you are willing to lose when trading a stock or a crypto. That's what a stop loss is. So when you hit your stop loss, the money you're comfortable with losing, exit the trade. Do not keep holding it because you're going to run into a problem. I've done that uh, not first few times trading, but in my beginner experience of trading, when I used to hold, I'm like, well, maybe the price will go back up. I'll just keep holding. Well, it still could potentially go up, and I've ended up with nothing. Oh, man. Yeah, that brings back the pain, too, because I remember I bought something at an all-time high, and I could have used a stop loss then, and it just kept exactly. going down and down and down. And then if you notice, you know, how he explained it, it's the exact opposite of, you know, the last bullet point is whenever you're comfortable with your estimated returns. The exact opposite. Yeah, whatever what you're, you're comfortable, comfortable with losing. losing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's what you're comfortable with losing. Because think about it. If I bought stock XYZ for $100 and keeps trading, well, no, let's not say that. Let's say it costs $200. It costs $200 and it starts trading below $200. Say it hits $190. Okay, that's cool. $180. Okay, maybe I can hold on for a little bit. $170. Nope, that was my stop loss. It's time to exit out because you know why? I was only cool with losing $30. Some people will hold until it drops to $100. You don't realize it. Yeah. You've lost a hundred dollars. Now you have to try to gain that money back. But say the stock still doesn't trade up upwards. Say it's in a downtrend. Now you're even losing more money. If you had just sold it at 170, you only would have lost thirty dollars. Yeah. So think of it as saving yourself. <laughs> exactly, saving that yourself. That's the best way to think of it. That's why we say. When you're at your stop loss, do not try to hold it. Don't sit here and try to have faith within the crypto or stock and just pray it'll go <laughs> right. up. Like, like, forget all that. It's at the stop loss. Sell it. It's gone. We'll try, we'll try again. Yeah, another opportunity. I still got, you know, most of my money. I, yeah, I could have lost more. Because you're going to be sore, you know, <laughs> after you lose all of it or or majority of it. Trust me, you don't want to go through that. Exactly. You're just gonna be oh, scared, man. Man. And, but, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a humbling experience right there. So, you know, if you have to sell, do it. <laughs> Very humble. Very humble. Yeah. And then um what we're about to get into is more on the safer side. Uh well, I mean, yeah, this is safe, but um this is safe also and uh which is interest or dividends, you know, whatever. Depend depending on what you're doing, like um, you I'll say interest or stakes. You know, when I'm talking about cryptos, you know, like I use them interchangeably. Um, dividends, you know, more for stocks. 
but whichever one you're holding, you know, you're, you're getting returns and then you're just only, so if you want some money, you know, you can just sell your returns because that's the money that you just, um, that you got for free, basically. That's your, that's your money that you got for holding a certain share. So you still got the same amount of money that you had before, which is your principal. Okay. And then you got the interest from that principal. So you're not touching um, the money that you put in there before you're touching the money that you're getting paid now. And that, you know, and then, you know, that'll help you, you know, determine when to sell, you know, when you want that money right there, you could just, you know, sell your interest. Exactly. There you go. Perfect example of crypto when to sell. Yeah. So let's get into the last bullet point. What's another best time to sell? Oh, yeah. yeah sell at the all time high. At the all time <laughs> high. It's the opposite. Remember, we said don't buy at the all time high, but you can most definitely sell at the all time <laughs> high. Oh, man. You better make some money. About to man. make some money. If I bought stock XYZ for $100 and I'm just holding it, you know, whatever. And next time I, I check the charts, I hear on the news, stock XYZ it hit the all-time high for $360. Boy, I'm about to sell. <laughs> I ain't I ain't finna wait nothing, this and that, research, that, whatever. I'm selling. Boy, I'm about to sell. <laughs> I've almost quadrupled my money. <laughs> oh, man. I don't care if I miss out another opportunity. I quadrupled my money. I, I quadrupled my <laughs> Oh, man. Then you had the same reaction with Doge. I was like, oh, boy, I'm about to say, <laughs> I ain't wait no more. <laughs> it's higher than I ever say that I'm a seller. Wait, I'm selling. <laughs> oh, I'm man. I wasn't paying attention to it for a while. That just happened to see. Uh, oh, it's 70 uh, cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's what I did with MoneyGram, too, man. You know, I went from that, you know, three dollars to nearly ten. I was like, that's good enough for me. Black Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw those. I was like, y'all can fight over gonna go a dollar a night. I'm gonna see them dollars in my account. <laughs> exactly. Same thing with Santana. There we go. <laughs> I'm not like, uh, fighting with y'all. Steve is gonna go for a dollar. It's good enough for me. Uh, yeah. Good enough. Yeah, exactly. Especially you bought a lot of shares. You know, I, oh, I just earned a hundred dollars. There you go. <laughs> I didn't want up a whole dollar. <laughs> exactly. I said, like, y'all can keep fighting over. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I made my money. I ain't worried about nobody else. Yeah, I ain't worried about none of y'all. Don't care if it does reaches a dollar. Oh, well, I made my money. <laughs> On to oh, the next man. thing. Like, On to the care. next thing. Yep, yep. Flip it. <laughs> Get the return. Snatch it. <laughs> Flip it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's how people oh, feel when they scalp it. <laughs> Good. Anytime it go up, it's higher than they ever see. <laughs> they exactly. test and train it. So, oh, man. Sell at the all-time high. You bought it for low, and it's reached the all-time high. Shoot, sell it. Sell it. So, let's get into the next point, man. We talked about selling. We talked about buying. What if you were in a neutral place? You don't want to do anything. Well, I just want to learn how to win to hold them. We talked about oh, when to yeah. hold them. I was talking about when to hold them. Oh, yeah. 
And then just like we bring back, you know, certain bullet points because it works for more than one thing, you know, more than one method. And that's interest or dividends. So, yep. So I'm going to give another example. Like what's going to help me hold during a crash, you know, like uh, we witness, especially if it's as bad as we witness, you know, and then I'm just like, I'm not even thinking differently. I like all all go up because I'm still getting paid either way just by earning the interest off these stakes. And then, you know, when it goes back up, you know, I got more shares. So more shares, more money. Exactly. Yep. So interest or dividends, you know, and yeah, for long term investing too, um, goes right back to what I was saying, you know, these coins that I'm holding for long term just because I want to, you know, stake them, you know, that holding it is going to help uh, help me, you know, in my long term investment because I'm holding it for profit. So, yeah, so it's helpful long term investors, you know, if you want to hold um, that, that's your tip of holding there. You know, same thing goes for stocks, you know, because, you know, whether you, you know, earning dividends or staking, you know, you're earning earning interest and um yeah and then for you know asset for future potential growth like what i talked about with xrp you know in the last example still still you know matches with this concept because its potential to me is ten thousand dollars or up to ten thousand dollars so that's gonna make me want to hold you know all the way you know, until it gets to like three or four figures and then I'll start to sell a whole lot, but I'm not going to sell, you know, when it hits 20 or $30, even though it's pennies right now, just because I know, like in my mind though, based on my research, I got this potential price appreciation in my head from how much money is moving. And for all these um, big banks and big institutions that is going to be, you know, in the mix. Exactly. You're seeing it as it's a big deal. Other companies are seeing it as a big deal. Other companies are making financial moves around it. They're making contracts. It has some type of worth. He has future potential. So he's holding that because others see future potentials, not people at like our level, like just normal traders. We're talking about financial institutions see it as some type of worth. If they see it as some type of worth and big financial figures with money like Warren Buffett and others see it has some type of potential. I'm going to follow them. I'm going to hold that too. <laughs> yeah, get a piece of that pie. Man, I'm going to get a piece of that action. What they what they seeing? <laughs> exactly. The same thing you're going to be seeing when you do that research too. Exactly. You just got to do some research. And so yep. <clears throat> another reason why well, not to sell or buy is just to hold it is during FOMO. And we went over that FOMO is an acronym for fear of missing out. And what we mean by during FOMO, there's a lot of hype surrounding whatever particular assets you're holding and people are, are selling a lot of it or buying a lot of it and just say the price is just skyrocketing or it's just, we'll use the example of the price is just dropping and everybody's selling it. But again, say you see for uh future potential within this asset you you know it's going somewhere or you know this is just a kind of a normal thing yeah it'll crash but it'll come back up it's not going anywhere hold on to it or if you don't know what to do just hold on to it 
Okay, you don't want you don't want to follow the hype. You don't want to miss out. You can just hold and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. Whether you know everybody was right. You know when they just <laughs> when they just you know put their money into it, or you know the public was wrong. But either way, you held. You know, and then you stayed safe. That's true. That's why sometimes, again, when I say earlier, sometimes you got to take a back seat on things. Just sit and watch. It's not meant for you to take action within this game. The, the round of this game wasn't meant for you. You can join the next round. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, you know, just like <laughs> this, this gave me a fl- flashback, too, when everybody was going crazy over Sheba's coin. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, you yeah, you know, you got people that made the money later on, but you know, when people kept FOMOing and FOMOing, you know, buying the coins, we're like, oh man, there's a trend right here, and then you know, it ain't end up, you know, doing nothing, you know, and then that's when people got impatient. At least, you know, you bought when you bought it, you know, it held. I'm like, yeah, I got a million coins, you know, that's good enough for me right now. You know, I'm just holding to see what happens. You know, if everybody's going crazy for a good reason. Or, you know, it's just going to drop right on them, you know, like, especially when you bought when everybody else, like, uh, when everybody else bought. Exactly. I didn't even take part of she because I saw no <laughs> really worth in it. Was it potential to make some quick money? Definitely was. Yep. But I saw no worth in the long run of things or even taking a chance at it. I felt like it was just going to fall down on me. Knowing my luck, it was just fall down <laughs> on me. I did my research. I'm like, nah, I don't need to take any part in this. I've already took part in Dogecoin. I don't need Shiba Coin was made <laughs> just after that for the hype. For There's the no hype, point yeah. taking part of it. Now, if you want to stick like $10, $20, sure, yeah, do that. I have no qualms about that. I could have done that. But I just say, you know, I'm going to take a backseat on this. I don't want to have nothing to do with this. On to the next thing. Didn't get yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And then, yeah, a lot of like, and it bought in a lot of newcomers. You know, the crypto, that's the Good thing about it, but the bad thing is like, you know, what they chose to start on. Not that it's a you know, a bad coin, but it's not going it didn't do what everybody thought it was gonna do. And I've been held holding the same amount for the longest time, you know, and witness everything from everybody going crazy over it to now you know more and more people talking about selling it because it ain't doing nothing. Yeah, and that went back into that FOMO thing because people heard the Dogecoin thing, then the Shiba coin, and this is the next big thing. This is the next thing for crypto you don't even know anything about crypto but yeah. <laughs> you're talking about this is the next big thing yeah i don't even know much about crypto but i know more than you and this is not the next thing. <laughs> that's goes into doing your research knowing what you're doing and not and just because everybody jumps into it and you jump there with them don't mean something's going to happen <laughs> you know like the odds is always against you <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know much about crypto. I, I know I, I know a decent amount, more than the average person. But as far as like you and all these other people, I have no idea about cryptos. Y'all can talk to me to death about information. I can't follow along with y'all. But even I knew. Uh, no, I need to stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it'll be a long, long time. It's looking like before it hit, hits. You know, get to where it, um Doge was at, and then. The big part of the reason why I got to where it's at was Elon Musk. Exactly. And you know, the only reason I even heard about Sheba is because it was so much hype around it. And what we tell you, don't be getting into the hype. I heard the hype. I would never found out about Sheba unless until it was all that hype about it. I said, huh, I found out 
about Sheba because of hype. Should I hop yeah. on this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then, you know, you got people saying it can go nowhere but up. But we already went over, you know, just because, you know, the coin is low and, you know, like way under a penny. And then everybody, you know, is getting into it doesn't mean it's going to do what everybody think is going to do. Not everybody's not going to get rich that easily. Because exactly. the market goes up fast, but that don't mean you you know you're gonna get rich instantly. Exactly. Again, can you, could you have made money off it? Most definitely. Short term, yep. of course. Long term, I see no worth in that. But <laughs> definitely short term, you want to make some quick money, you could have. But I saw that wasn't an entry for me. I came in around the hype, heard about it from the hype. I've already done Dogecoin and a few other things. I'm like. I don't believe half this stuff y'all talking about this crypto, and I don't even know that much about cryptos, but I know it's, it's not what y'all thinking. You're right. I know enough. <laughs> I, I know enough, and it's not that. So I will take no parts of this. Y'all can, you know, lose all your money in this. I'm not having no parts of it. Yeah, man. I still got the same ten, twenty dollars I <laughs> already put into there. So I just I just I didn't go in expecting that oh yeah shit was gonna be this and this and that. No, I just wanted a lot of shares and I'm comfortable and I and I'm comfortable with you know holding it for more than a year too because I think it's gonna go some somewhere, but not as fast as everybody thinks. But I still hold the shares, you know. Yeah. And it was only ten dollars. What's ten dollars? Yeah, you could lose ten dollars. Who cares? It's only ten dollars. That's fine. So there's nothing wrong with money doing that. He only put ten dollars in. Wow, I lost ten dollars compared to some people that was putting thousands of dollars in there. <laughs> and then it crashes. They lost thousands. And some that was all they had. I'm not doing that. Yeah, man. Cause I seen like coins, like a lot of coins under a penny. Like, yeah, people saying they can go nowhere but up. But I seen coins that, you know, the type of coins they would say um some about that. But, you know, but it stayed under a penny and then they got exposed for being scammers <laughs> and the coin never went up ever since. So, no, like, like just because it's way under a penny don't mean it can't, you know, go nowhere but up. You know, the good ones can, but the bad ones, no. And then there's a lot of bad ones. So, okay. again, you know, do your research, know about the company behind it, know about the crypto. Hey, beat me to it. Just about to <laughs> jump in to say that. Do your research. <laughs> You can say it again, too, because that's all we're going to be stressing yeah, the great, whole great season. Minds think alike. Do your research. <laughs> yeah, man. Before we go, you know, T-Pain mode on, you'd be like, yeah, do something else. <laughs> Stop doing everybody else. But <laughs> everybody else do. Exactly. We already said it. Do and your then, research. Exactly. And you know, it's another good time when the whole if it's a part uh, of your strategy. Yep. What I mean by that is literally what it says. If it's a part of your strategy, you know it's going somewhere. You know it's just a little crash. Nothing wrong with it. You're holding out for the long run. Or you know it's going to spike up in price. Whatever the case is. If it's a part of your strategy to hold, then hold. There's nothing wrong if it didn't work out because this is your strategy. This is your money. You're the one responsible for this. Don't follow everybody else. If this is a part of your strategy to hold, then by all means, hold. Yes, sir. And then, um, yeah, just like I'm mentioning again, I'm more on, I'm more of on the long term side. So all these points, <laughs> you know, actually most of these points add up 
to that point right there, you know, if it's part of your strategy, because interest and dividends, you know, is part of my strategy, you know, for long-term investing. Um, and then for the ones that I'm not earning interest off of, I'll still hold it for a long time because I see the, um, you know, the growth potential, you know, in the, in the future for it, you know, especially if it's big as, you know, like Hex or XRP or even XLM, you know, those coin, like those last two coins I mentioned that are in the mix with all, you know, these big things happening within, um, you know, the transfer of wealth and all these big banks and big institutions, like I'm a, like I'm a mention. So, so yeah, so I got, um, shares that'll pay me back. And I also got shares that I'm going to hold for a long time because I think they're going to do, you know, triple to quadruple digits, you know, maybe even, you know, five digits for some of them. Exactly. If Harvest tries you to hold, then he's going to hold. Nothing wrong with that. And then the next one is actually a pretty big reason. <laughs> Very <laughs> important for tax reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's one of the ones that keep me going too. <laughs> Look, you gotta hold on to some of these assets, assets for more than a year. Oh, if yeah. not, taxes is gonna eat you up. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, capital gains. I hate it. You telling me thirty seven percent? They finna take it. So if you haven't held on to it for a year or more, you better hold on to it. <laughs> Keep holding. <laughs> yeah, man, reduce it as much as you can. Like I can deal with twenty percent. I can't deal with nearly forty. Exactly. Unless I get that much in returns. All right. I can it's it's just unfair. Exactly. So we're not saying you can't sell it before the year. You definitely can. Just know taxes is gonna take a piece of that and they're gonna be oh yeah, you sold it uh before a year. Let me see how much you got real quick. Right. Oh yeah, this is how much you made. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, we'll get a piece of that. Nice doing oh. business with you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 your hard earned, your hard earned money. The government got to dip their hands into everything. Every little thing moving. Just you got to hold on for about a year or more and it won't be as bad. Now, yep. that's the beauty of me trading options. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. And you, you know, you got the contracts and, yeah, that, and everything. Not, not, is that an actual share? Exactly. It's not an actual share. This is just a contract. It's saying I have the right to purchase this stock at a certain right. price. I'm not actually holding the stock. It's just saying I could buy it. You have the right to buy it. And I have the right to decline it. And that's exactly right. You ain't getting none of this. Now, they still got their ways of uh, getting to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Sam, man. Yeah. Don't forget what country we live in. <laughs> they're going to find a way. Yeah. They're going to find a way. Just make it. Um you know, not as much for them. That's the thing. And then that's why I'm not, I mean, I worry about it, but I ain't going to be worried about too much of them taking a chunk of my shares because I hold for, for more than a year anyway, you know, because I hold on to my principles, which is the, the, the amount of money that I put in in the first place for these shares to, um, you know, uh, pay me, you know, without exactly. having to take out. Yeah. Without having to take out money that I put in there in the first place. So I'm going to be holding for a long term anyway. Exactly. And then if you're investing for the long run, potentially you're not really going to be doing too much selling in a sense because you're holding for the long run. You're seeing it's going to go somewhere. 
So why sell it for chump change when you know it's going to be worth a few hundred or thousands in the future? You're going to sit and wait, right? You're going to hold. Exactly. So I'm more likely, you know, to be 20% or under that. You know, like I said, I can do 20%. I can't do no 40. Exactly. Yeah, that's too much money. Way too much money. Forget that. I ain't getting none yeah. of this. Yeah, it's bad enough they're taking our taxes out of our checks, man. You know, and they, they want to do it with our side money. Come on. Exactly. So there's there's ways around that just now. Hey, what's good, John? Co-host from the Money and Billy podcast, or as you already know, had to interrupt just real quick because for one thing, this video way too long. This video is almost two hours long. So we're going to do, we're going to split up in two parts, of course. The first hour and five minutes is going to be part one, and the next one is about an hour. It's just going to be part two. So from right now, this is kind of the end of the video. So make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, and we will catch y'all next time. So peace.